You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. We are on the road for another edition of Scatter Shooting. We're back at the joinery in Bricktown. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. We also have a special guest with us today. Tom Miller in the house. Tom Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Our producer emeritus. Yes. Yes. And a good buddy. Uh, uh, And just a fine, fine human being. And this this place is terrific, by the way. It is. The joinery. It really is super cool. I'm impressed. Next week, we'll be showing you guys some footage on our video podcast. We'll be showing some footage of the league night that's every Tuesday night. It's a sweet deal. You can get in for $40 a team, two-man teams, and they they have a longest drive. They have a a closest to the pin. They have – and then winner for – you get prizes. There's a 5 o'clock and an 8 o'clock – league and you get uh, top team uh, of those two together each each one of those time frames has their own longest drive and closest to the pin and then the top two finishers get some bay time up here so super cool 20 bucks a person um you know we're gonna come out and we'll be uh we'll be doing some some golfing next tuesday Yes, and that our Italian be, nachos just got here. Uh, yes, wow. I'm excited about. I was going to say Ben uh, is the hero. The uh, the joinery also in a, in addition to being able to golf no matter what the weather is, they have great food down here too. Those Italian nachos just look you should see those bad boys. I, they I, should have. Uh, we should have some video because I'm going to take a picture. Okay, okay. Yeah, take a picture. Uh, but they have all kinds of great food down here, too, and it is all, for the most part, a locally sourced, great stuff. The menu changes, so, you know, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't been down here for, uh, say, a month, whatever was on the menu a month ago, there may be some added attractions now. And they also change, uh, they have various drink specials and various different kinds of things to drink, which we're sampling right now. I'm uh, having some Old Forester. I've got... I got the club special. I'm getting. I'm having I'm a, golf a place. Coupe Five. Uh, okay. Ale. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, going, going back to the golf, though, it appears to me that they might have frisbee uh, golf frisbee as golf. well. I saw I that. I saw over there. a cage that looked like a frisbee holding <laughs> really? device. Really? So See, they I might let that. you do frisbees into the into the well, simulator. We'll have to, that we'll have would, to find out about that. I've that not, would be interesting. And I've not heard of that before. So I haven't either. And uh, you know, when you if, if, when you have the the real golf uh, on the simulator. Uh, there are various very well-known uh, golf courses that, you know, if you decide, hey, I want to play Pebble Beach or Augusta or something like that, you can you can do that down here. So it is really, really a great place. Just uh, right down here at uh, Sheridan and Mickey Mantle, just like a block north of uh, the ballpark. And I've muted my mic because I'm digging into the Italian nachos. Yeah, he, yeah yes, uh, Jeremy is digging into the Italian nachos. So, uh, And the ballpark will be a busy place here pretty soon because Oklahoma City Dodgers season is about to begin. This is a great time of year because we have baseball, softball, pro baseball, basketball still going on with the universities, with the Thunder, of course. Thunder have a game tonight. Shea Gildas-Alexander, more than likely, again, will not play tonight against the Lakers. He's dealing now with several things, has a sore ankle, an abdominal strain, and 
last night he was also in health and safety protocols. So whether he has COVID or he has, you know, maybe just a bad case of the flu or, you know, something else. Uh, so I, he's probably not going to play tonight. LeBron James, definitely out for the Lakers. And I know there are a lot of Laker fans here and they really show up in the Thunder play the Lakers. So if you, if you Laker fans got tickets just because you wanted to see LeBron, well, it's too bad, so sad. They'll get to see Anthony Davis, who didn't play last time they were here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Anthony Davis. He, as far as I know, uh, will be he playing played last, He played last night. So, and oh, had a, AD and did? had an unbelievable game last night. Oh, when I was the, watching so the it, Lakers are coming in. Okay. It was late in the fourth quarter. Well, he quarter. may not play tonight. It was then. late in the fourth quarter, and he had like 17 rebounds and 20, okay. 25 points. So he had a really nice game. Well, well, that'll be interesting if he plays or not. I had forgotten the Lakers were playing uh, yeah. on the second night of a back-to-back, also the, as are the Thunder. That's right. And uh, so he, uh, of course, without LeBron, uh, well, I mean, you know, they, uh, and I, I really, I thought it was interesting, you know, because Charles Barkley, who's on TNT, and he was being interviewed, uh, yeah, I think it was by Stephen A. Smith, and a couple other people, and he is a very outspoken opponent of the evil thing known as load management. And, you know, Chuck was talking about, you know, back in the day when nobody, you know, the only time you took a day off is if your leg was broken or you you physically could not play. And, And he was talking about, you know what? A lot of these guys are out there making 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year. And, and, you know, he's like, you're telling me you can't play basketball four times a week? I, bl- I blame Popovich. Didn't he do this way back in the day before anybody else was doing it? He may have been one of the first ones. I mean, it's really. He it's, would rest guys and nobody like, liked kind it. Of, he got a lot of bad press about it, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he did, and it kind of got off to a slow because it used to not be a thing at all. Well, uh, legitimately, that, used to be about longevity. <clears throat> I think now it's less about longevity, and I, if it's you know what I'm saying, like especially with Popovich, you have Manage and Hobley and and Tony Parker, <laughs> Tim Duncan, right? You you got to right, you know, and you I think squeeze that's, an extra couple years sure, out of and and that's that's kind of how Pop did it. You know, there'd be a, uh, you know, on the second night of a back-to-back or the first, depending, either Tim Duncan or Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili might not play because, you know, these were the older guys and, you know, and Pop didn't really care as much about, well, okay, you know, people have bought tickets, but, you know, I'm trying to win games and keep guys healthy. But it, it, it now has gone beyond that. It's not just the old guys not playing on the second night of a back-to-back it's everybody and sometimes it's the second night of a back-to-back sometimes it might be well you know he's played in you know three games the last five nights so let's give this game off it's become positioning for for the playoffs and, sure, and that's, and that's the, involved too. Yeah, to me, that's that. That you're just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Black Sox. I mean, at that point, you're <laughs> you're almost throwing games <laughs> with intent. You know what I mean? Well, and uh, the Black for those of you who you know don't know uh, about this, uh, the Black Sox, they were the Chicago White Sox in 1919, 
And uh, they in their nickname that year became the Black Sox because of the scandal. Supposedly, you know, they were taking money to throw the World Series. And one of the guys that was caught up in that was Shoeless Joe Jackson, who to his dying day said uh, that he was not involved in that at all, that he did not take a bribe to throw the World Series. And if you look at his statistics in the World Series, right. it's hard to believe that he wasn't playing his best because his batting average in the series was almost 400. Unlike Kevin Durant playing for the Thunder against the Warriors. Well, <clears throat> ouch. Now, in that, he he played really well the first three quarters. And then in the fourth <laughs> quarter, well, I'm, look, I, let me finish. I will. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't play very well in the fourth quarter, but Russ didn't either. You know, they collectively, I think, went like one for 11 in three-point shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, of course, Clay Thompson went more like 11 of 12, <laughs> and so did Steph. And so, and plus, even though Durant went to the Warriors the next year, I have a hard time believing because he was, you know, he was trying to get his first championship. And you know, this is a conspiracy theory show, right? Well, there are some I mean, conspiracies sort of. that I theories that I believe in, and there's some that I don't. All right, well. And I don't believe that Kevin Durant and, I, and you know, hey, I know as shocking as this sounds, I've been wrong before, but I just don't believe that he intentionally I will, threw I, that game. Okay, I will concede. I don't necessarily believe that either. What I do believe is that his attention was divided and he had already made the decision <laughs> okay. that he's going to go to the Warriors. I can get in on that. that. Point. I can get in on that. And if that if that's the case, then you just don't, you know. <clears throat> it's your head's But not yeah, as, as far as as him thinking, okay, I got to I got to miss a bunch of three-pointers here in the fourth quarter so we can lose this game and I'll right. go to I just I don't believe that. No. Because it would have been I, just as good for him to win a championship. Sure, right, exactly. And then go to the Warriors. Yes, yeah. it would be maybe better. even better. Oh, better, better, because <laughs> yes. it would have been more about him yes. than it would have been about yes. Steph or right, right, Clay or you know, because he would have he would have proven that hey, you know, I don't need to join Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. I can win championships right here in Oklahoma City. It would have been better. So, again, that's why I'm and not he, on board with the that particular conspiracy and theory. And if he would have won the championship, would he have left? Well, now that... Probably not. <clears throat> that is a really interesting question. I'd love to weigh in, but I'm finishing my nachos. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you don't I'm have too much. You have really woofed those down, but... They're but, amazing. <laughs> but uh, with Jeremy's line of thought that he was distracted, maybe he had already made up his mind that he was going to leave. So eh, there you go. There's your uh, there's your conspiracy. Um, yeah, yeah. If he would have won the championship, maybe he would have stuck around. And well, that, see, who but knows? James Harden sucked in every playoff game. So well, that's <clears> true. You know. Well, and no, you know why? Yeah, he was dealing with strippers everywhere. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you know, and that's something that I mean, I people had told me that before because you know this was back when i was doing a lot of stuff with the thunder and that was basically what people were saying that uh, he was spending too much time you know well, checking out yeah. uh, and then perk KP, kendrick yeah. perkins uh here what was a couple years ago on one of the ESPN shows that he's on, somebody asked about that, and that's what he said. Yeah, straight up. He said he said it straight up. He said James, he said James wasn't getting back to the hotel till five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 
And then, you know, we were going out and, and he was half asleep during that whole stuff, in, or at least with the games in Miami. Mm-hmm. Now, this was kind of new territory for Harden, you know, down yeah, in Miami. Miami. He had already gone through all the strippers we had in Oklahoma City. Well, and if you believe... Which is another reason why he was ready <laughs> yeah. to get the heck out of here and go to Houston, where they had right. a lot more quantity If you believe the immortal words of Mr. Worldwide, a.k.a. Pitbull... There ain't nothing like Miami's heat. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I think that Harden believed that. Hey, side note: here is right here the key to the game. Okay, and you're going to the game tonight, I believe, right? Well, that's the key to the game. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to educate will... us with some basketball. Okay. Well, well hey, you're... what's the difference? <laughs> well, maybe you are the missing link because you haven't you gone. You haven't gone to these games that they've. They've lost. I've not, You've not been, I've not, right? No, I've so not So there been. you go. You'll, you'll change everything uh, yeah. tonight. The last, uh, last game I attended, uh, they won. Was, oh. it, was, it the make, was it the make out on the Kiss Cam game? It was the infamous <laughs> make out on Kiss Cam game. That's correct. That's how I remember it. I need to it. try to get that footage. I'll play that next week if I can get that. And yeah, that's good. People can that, understand that the reference. Good. Or that Averse Their Eyes. Either I, had, I, yes. had, I was... I was under, I, I was misfortunate enough to witness that <laughs> on the big screen. That's right. Tom, in the, oh, uh, no. Tom texted me. While, he's like, hey. hey I don't remember cool. what he said. I said, I said uh, easy there, uh, Romeo. <laughs> That's where it was. <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom. Jeremy and his lovely wife, uh, Lori, yes. were, at, uh, were sitting, had great seats. Courtside. Courtside, and, uh, yeah. They were on uh, Kiss Cam. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they were very enthusiastic. <laughs> well, Jeremy was. Jeremy was, yeah. yeah. Lori might have been... Oh. Lori just had to sit there while it happened to her. <laughs> while, it, while it happened to her. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, okay, oh, so I, I, I told you guys that I, I, I told you a little bit of a teaser of something I did this last week. Uh-huh. And you've had some time to marinate a little bit. I'm intrigued. Um, I I want you guys to take... Uh, and I don't know, see if I have a sound effect for this. Um, Do you want okay, us to guess? I want you to guess. Okay. You got three guesses. Okay. I know this does not go along with guessing games, but it's the only sound that made sense. Uh, but <laughs> I have another one when you get it wrong. So we'll be okay. good. All right. <laughs> on that. So three guesses each or three guesses Three total? guesses combined. You guys can talk combined. about your guess okay. or you can All just right. take turns. Okay. I'll let Randy have two guesses. I'll have one. All right. Well, yeah, I'll just go ahead and fire it off based on what you had said during pregame. Yeah. You bought a motorcycle. Oh, Although okay. it's a very good guess because, ooh, I miss having my motorcycle. I know, I know. And the price point's very I, similar. Yes, I know. That's what I thought. As soon as you said that, I thought, oh, we bought a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no. All right, Tom. You bought a boat. No. That would have been a real low end it would have been boat, a low though, end the price boat. that you well, quoted was, would have been it a would low have, end Yeah, boat. but you could have landed in the bass boat category. You could have, like yeah. Yeah. All right, Randy. All right. It's up to you, buddy. <clears throat> instead of a... Give, me four, give us four instead guesses. Instead of a, yeah. a traditional type motorcycle, you bought one of those three-wheel things. Um, I would have given oh. you that on motorcycle, oh, okay. just so you know. Okay. So we're going to just... There's, this is where you get the extra guess, because it almost <laughs> is the same guess. So in that price point, it is around the same price point that I had when I bought my 
Polaris Ranger. So I'm mm. going to guess a four-wheel drive vehicle that you can go deer hunting and so forth with, oh. which would have been an excellent purchase, by the way. I know you're getting ready to buzz me. <laughs> so I'm trying <laughs> to stall the buzz. Oh. I did not. And it Boy, that been. was a really good guess, Thank though, you. Tom. Thank you. I, See, I thought my motorcycle guess was really good. Well, the price... And your Polaris thing the, was The really price good. point hit, hit hard yeah, on mine. That this was is, real close. And this is what's messed you guys up, is that specific price point, because when I add to telling you that this oh, one... Oh, here we go. This one, the cons- first of all, it's a it was uh, a consumer electronics show thing. Now, there's a, oh. there's a wide range of things that are available at the consumer electronics show. Um, last you year, bought CBS. <laughs> it would have been a little cheaper than oh. that. <laughs> well, see, I thought you know at thirteen thousand, yeah, okay, CBS, sure. You just, I didn't spend thirteen thousand. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> Dear Lord, that is right. I was, I was highballing you there. You're definitely highballing. I'm not saying it doesn't have a thirteen thousand dollar price tag, but I didn't spend thirteen. Okay. 000. Um, no, so it was a CES best of show, best of CES. So outside of all the other categories, um, it won that. And it was won that in 2022, not this year's CES. Um, oh, God. I'm going to show you a picture. Now it's going to be gonna... a virtual reality situation. Man, wouldn't that be cool? No. A flight. A flight oh, Another so it's guess. Oh, I was going to say a, the fifth a, bonus flight, a flight simulator. I went with the fifth bonus there's, guess. There's absolutely buzzed. no way you'd ever get this. And let me. And I'm going to add one more little statement to it. So <laughs> okay. I, it was purchased at a home and garden show. I'm so <laughs> confused now. All right. I showed a picture for those what listening. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. So it's a massage, it looks like it looks like something I saw yeah. on Star Trek last exactly. night. It's a massage chair. It it's looks a, like an escape pod from I've, the Enterprise. I've <laughs> sat in those at uh, one of the uh, meanies or one of those when yeah. we went there. I was looking for pool tables and they had those. And boy, I got in one of those. You don't want to get out. I'll tell you what. Let me let me tell you why I ended up what sold me on this. Two things. One, Lori and I both need to go to the chiropractor and or masseuse, and we don't. Um, mostly because of time. Money's a factor to some degree, but it's mostly because of time. And uh, and I always have Lori, like there's, there's it's like my lower back, you know, this is, it's the fat guy, pregnant woman thing, right? So your lower back hurts and you got to stretch it. It's just very hard to stretch it. This particular one is a, uh, it's a massage chair, but it's also an inversion uh, stretching table. And so what it does is it literally it massages you and turns you upside down. It it does move around a lot, mm-hmm. but it won't go God. fully upside down. But what it does do is it stretches my lower back in a way that I can't ever stretch it. And so when I got in it at the show, I'm like, this is what I've been trying. Like I'll have, and it aligns your hips. It so it's a lot of chiropractic offices have this in it. Um, and uh, this model. And so, anyway, all that to say, it will be delivered sometime in the next month. And I'm really excited because really what it comes down to is it, it was much cheaper than us doing, much cheaper than us doing chiropractic and or massages, uh, even once a month on average. You put pen to paper and... Uh, yes. And, and I couldn't have, you know, you mentioned that price. That If you go look online for this particular model, for those who give a crap, um, it's the... <clears throat> Daiwa, D-A-I-W-A. It's the... Uh, they make great fishing reels, too, by the way. They do. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's the same company. I don't believe it is, but <laughs> but you're right. Um, this one is the Supreme Hybrid, um, and it's 
if you go find like I, you can the cheapest one or the only one you can find on Amazon six grand by itself, um, and it's not this model. But when I went, I, this is the crazy thing. I don't typically buy uneducated. I did on this one because the only education I needed is how I felt after using it. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even care. So my follow-up question is, where in the where are you putting it in your house? Uh, putting it in our bedroom. And uh, do the uh, young people in the house uh, get to use it? Mm, no. Okay. Well, let, let's say this: the young people in the house. There's there's just the one, and uh, well, you have young visitors. You have. Uh, Others that visits uh, well, yeah. occasionally, yeah, not so young. Okay, so yeah. what about other people uh, get to use what it? About, yes. what, what about what about older people who Guests. visit your house Guests. on occasion? Well, this gets back like, to say once a week or so. Sure, this gets back to my <laughs> to how I plan to pay for it uh, for a 20, oh, okay <laughs> for a twenty five dollars session. Okay. Yeah, you can do all sorts of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so on a on a personal note. Um, back problems a little bit here and there, especially sleeping at night. Yes. So I didn't buy this, but I had bought a select comfort bed mm-hmm. many years ago, and it helped to a certain extent. When I moved into my new house and decided I'm going to get a king-size bed because I had room for it finally, I, I didn't have, I had a queen-size select comfort. So I did a lot of research, and I bought the purple. Yeah. Cool mattress, isn't Dude, it? Dude, I... Had no idea because how do you can't buy a you mattress? Know. You I can't. I mean, you can lay on it for an hour at mm-hmm. the most, and then they tell you to leave uh, most of the time, especially <laughs> when you are naked. But uh, <laughs> that's another story, of, of course, at Mathis Brothers Sleep okay. Center. Right. Um, wow. <laughs> Wow. We, we can go into that our, on another podcast. Our entire audience is wow. going, TMI, baby. Yeah. TMI. Well, yes. Especially if you've seen me. Um, <laughs> so I went ahead and did it, and I bought the top of the line dude. And yeah. I'll tell you what, best, best mattress, ever made, best right? bed I've ever purchased in my life. Had yeah. it for two years. It's unbelievable. That weighed heavily in my decision. So be, exactly that, because Lori and I spent about the same amount of money on a mattress that we did on this um, about six years ago. And my whole life, I bought, you know, the cheapest mattress you can find, right? Yep. And so the difference it made in, in our ability to sleep and rest was unbelievable. In fact, we've also bought two purple mattresses. Now, the one that we ended up buying was before I even heard of purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when we bought our first one, we bought the bottom line Purple mattress, the thinnest version they have, because they were for it was for our guest room, and I thought, you know what, let's get it for our guest room and see if how it's it, worth see it. See if it's worth it. Yep. And when we were retiling our bedroom, we <laughs> stayed in our guest room, which is now our podcast studio. Okay. But, uh, we stayed in our guest room, and I told Lori, I said, "Man, I better hate this sleep on this purple mattress because if you don't, I'm going to be really mad because it was a lot less." Okay, I'm. <sighs> you need to know data, don't you? Yes, because, and maybe somebody else out there, I'm, purple. you know, when you hear purple mattress, yeah. I'm thinking it's a mattress that's purple, purple. but that can't be right. Well, that's it like is. This. It is, actually, but that's not, it, that's no, probably where they the got brand the brand name. name. Yeah, but it, the, the, the actual material under the under the uh, cover and everything of it is purple. They were made internet but it famous. doesn't really have anything to do with the color purple. With the color purple. No. It's Whether it's the technology. color or the movie. Right. Well, the uh, avocado mattress is not avocados either. There's so true. many Casper Ghost as a mattress. mattress. You know, yeah. yeah, there's tons of different, all these uh, 
new. They're basically internet-based well, you know, companies. Well, the biggest problem, yeah. though, the yeah. biggest problem with the Casper mattress is when you lay on it, you just fall right through. Exactly, because <laughs> it's a ghost. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I wish uh, I had my sad horn. Yeah, or your yeah. Well, that that, that didn't. Uh, uh. So so the purple mattress was. I first heard of it on YouTube ads, and it had this girl that was dressed up as Goldilocks, and it was a very clever commercial because it was. It, she was kind of sarcastic and and saucy. I don't know how to explain it, but she she's like I don't know. It's weird, but. Uh, it caused you to watch the commercial, and they they do their famous little egg test. They've got these eggs glued to uh, plate glass, and they drop it from six feet, and it hits the mattress, and the eggs don't break. And so what happens is the purple mattress, the material's like a gel, and it's just it's like any other mattress. It's stacked well, is up. It, is it kind of like the old waterbed that people used no, to have? No, it's it it's, it's a, a f- mattress. But it's just it's here's the thing. It's got about a two inch layer of really soft, and then you get your firm below that. So it, I don't know. It's a great mattress. Bottom line, it's a great mattress. I didn't realize you uh, had those as well. Yeah. My my research was all about YouTube and and fat guys uh, mm-hmm. uh, doing videos on them, and I'm like, holy cow! Right. I'm a fat guy, so I have lower and work. I have lower back problems, and these guys are all saying that they don't have lower back problems anymore yeah. after they get up. Bingo. Yeah. So I took a chance. Well, we get the lower back problems, one, because we're fat. But but while we're sleeping, it's because of the sag, and these don't do that. Yeah. Um, with that said, my main mattress I sleep on is not a purple, and I, my, my upgrade will be, or my, my when I swap it out, it will be the top line purple at some point. Mm-hmm. But our kit, but Jacob, he gets to be in the lap of luxury with a queen size purple mattress in his bedroom. Yep. But it's long story. How Enough about purple because they're not paying us. They're not paying us. I started to say today's podcast brought to you. But by. I say that to say the massage chair thing. Uh, that was a big part of it. One of the things I found is you know part of being healthy is being de stressed. It's, it's being relaxed. Sleep. It's being and sleep. sleep. Yes, exactly. Well, this they have even settings on this massage chair that it's a morning wake up settings and you have a go to sleep settings. They get you relaxed and and I'm like you know. You could probably sleep in it, I'm guessing. Oh, I promise you that. I mean, dude, it, they, they have 10-minute, 15-minute, or 10, 20, and 30-minute cycles. And just the 10-minute cycles at the trade show, oh, gosh. I was just – literally, no, no lie, we, it was near the end of the evening. And as we're sitting there, we had different vendors that were leaving. They walked by, and they stop, and they just couldn't help but make a comment because of how relaxed me and the buddy of mine that was there. We weren't – he and I only, our wives were with us. That sounded so weird. <laughs> Me and my buddy went to the home garden show up there and go get some new windows for the house. But uh, anyway, they just made comments because it was so relaxing. So all that to say, I will update our listeners as uh, the product comes in. But um, I am definitely looking forward to being more relaxed. Okay. All right. Great. So, Well, I... Uh I wasn't able to do that uh, yesterday after an extremely stressful day at my real job, but I did get relaxed uh, fairly quickly after I uh, got home and started drinking whiskey. Right. And, uh, That'll it, do it. It tends you know, to do that. Yeah. So, you know, also, it was a great day yesterday. You know, it was 75 degrees, lots of sunshine, and uh, I listened Actually, I did. Uh, I, I listened to the Astros game yesterday because it was only on, it was radio only. They didn't have TV of their spring training game yesterday, and yeah. I was able to dial uh, that up to the Astros radio network. And then right after the Astros game, I listened to my uh, pals 
Rex and the Chief, Rex Holt and uh, Matt Davis call the OSU baseball game right. from Missouri State yesterday afternoon. Had my my uh, headphones, uh, ear, earbuds, whatever they called, <laughs> and listening to all of that, I did a little walk around the neighborhood, sat outside on the uh, porch, enjoyed the day. Listening to baseball, yeah, and sipping some whiskey—it was marvelous. I tell you what, man, I uh, remember being really surprised, thinking that baseball starting in February. <laughs> I'm just used uh, to well, college, you know, college, college baseball has to start earlier, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, they've started in February for a long time. Usually, it's with just weird to me, usually with here. road trips to the southern part of the country. Sure, I bet, uh, or in uh, other places. Um, and uh, the major leagues have, for the most part, always started spring training in February down in Florida, and then Florida and Arizona. Yeah. And uh, but the the big league season is starting a little earlier. The regular season, uh, usually, back in the day, and not even that far back in the day, it would be generally the first weekend, maybe even toward the second weekend of April mm-hmm. before the regular season started. Now. It generally starts the last weekend in March and extends a little bit Deep. longer. And then and the uh, the playoffs are obviously much longer now than they used to be because yeah. originally there weren't any playoffs. It was just the World Series. Right. You had the National League and the American League, and whoever finished the top of the National League played whoever finished at the top of the American League. There were no... American League or League Championship games, no divisional championship games. It was whoever won each league went immediately to the World Series. And then they, as they expanded, you know, you had uh, playoff series. And now there's like two wild card, there's a wild card round, a divisional round, the League Championship, and then the World Series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're playing into November. <clears throat> it's crazy, man. But, you know, that's what 3,000 games a season will do to you per team. <laughs> well, <laughs> it seems that way sometimes. It does seem that way. But, you know, they have Major League Baseball has now a- adopted some rules that have already, in just the four or five spring training games that have been played, that have changed the game dramatically. Really? And uh, they've done the same thing. And, and you know, most of the Major League Baseball – does this, and the NBA does it some too in the G League, but in the minor leagues, you know, they try, try yeah, they try stuff out, and in the last couple of years in the minor leagues, they've been trying out the pitch clock. Oh, yeah. And Major they League Baseball, in, huh? yes, they've adopted that, and uh, there has been a dramatic change in the spring training games because, you know, generally... Regular season baseball games in the big leagues were at least three hours. Lots right. of times they might be three and a half hours. Yeah. Well, the Strohs have played four preseason games. And the average, you know, with the, those combined four games, the average two hours and 12 minutes. You are kidding me. No, now, I see, am not kidding. Let me tell you, this two is Two hours brilliant. and 12 minutes. This is brilliant because the reason I think... 
why for me, I'll speak for me. The reason baseball really has just never been of interest to me is it's so freaking long and and slow paced. Yes. It's like you're sitting there going, Oh gosh. Now now when I say that, if you can accept or or appreciate it for what it is, you can have a great time. Right. Yeah, you go to the ballpark, you sit down with a buddy, right, you talk right. about what politics, religion, right. all the things yeah, you're not allowed because, to talk you about. Know, and you have you, you have time to have a conversation <laughs> exactly. like that between pitches. Exactly. And if you're at home, you can get up, go to the refrigerator, get another beer between pitches. Right. And the vast percentage <laughs> of pitches are eventless. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, somebody did a study and they found that, and, and actually it was the same for Major League Baseball and the NFL. Mm. The NFL, the they took the several NFL games, all right, and several Major League Baseball games. And they edited out all the parts where nothing happens, okay? <laughs> where the where the ball is not in play. Right. Okay, all the for the football, it's all the time you're standing around or time you know, whatever. And the same thing for baseball. When your batter's there and the pitcher's throwing to first or, you know, nothing really is going on. The time, the minutes where something actually was happening. Wow. And it turned out to be the same in both Major League Baseball and the NFL. 18 minutes. Oh, my gosh. 18 minutes where something was actually happening. Yeah. Out of a three and a half hour long That's baseball ridiculous. game, and basically a three and a half hour long football game. Yeah. So you know, and it's not if you were to take like in football where you're, it's supposed to be a sixty minute game. Yeah. That takes three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> And so that's what they did to get the 18 minutes. You know, it wasn't 18 minutes out of 60 minutes. It was 18 minutes out of three and a half hours. Mm. They've also done studies about, okay, 60 minutes of that. How much time of those 60 minutes Mm -hmm. was something actually happening? And it's like four and a half. Jeez. (laughs) So, I mean, it is a teeny amount of time. Because you think about it. Uh, your average play only takes about 10 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. And the rest of the time, you know, you're in a huddle or you're right. just, you know, you're in a replay and or you're, the, et cetera, et cetera. The guys cetera. calling those games are so legendary. Because basically, well, they're now I say yeah. that, they're just doing episodes of scatter shooting between pitches Yeah, as they well. are. You know, and, and base, <laughs> baseball especially. Right. Because, and you know, one of the, probably the greatest, but there were several because, you know, I'm a lifelong baseball fan and I've listened to a lot of broadcasts and uh, Vin Scully, yeah, you know, the legendary voice of the Dodgers was brilliant mm. at this. You know, Vin would, and you know, it really was just been the last 10 years or so that I've been able to really listen, you know, very much to him because of technology where I could just dial into a Dodger, a Los Angeles Dodger game. In the old days, you know, you could only, you know, once in a while when they were on network TV and Vin Scully did some network TV for a while, but it's a little different there when he was actually in the Dodger booth TV or radio. And he's going, you know, he'll call a 
Ah, strike one to so-and-so. You know, this reminds me of the time when da-da-da-da-da, and I was talking to Don Drysdale, that's ball one outside, and Drysdale (laughs) would be like da-da-da-da-da, and he was talking about Sandy Kopax. And there was this time, oh, there's a base hit to left. He's going to make a big turnaround for, you know. But Vinny was telling stories the whole broadcast, Mm. but he was also keeping you up with, kind of what was going on, yeah. it was fascinating to listen to him. And he had one of those voices yeah. that you're just like, oh, this is the best. You and know people say that about your voice, Randy. No, I don't. They I do. Don't, I've no, had no. many people say they've when they've listened to the show, they've, they've contacted me and said, man, he just, there's something about his voice. I just like it. <laughs> well, that's very flattering, but I... I argue but, with him every time. I know. I, I would too. <laughs> uh, but Vin Scully, and it's just, it, I mean... When technology was updated and I, you know, you could get, you know, games from other towns on, uh, you know, on a, on the baseball app or something like that, I would even sometimes forego listening to the Astros or whatever, just so I could listen to Vin Scully Wow, do a game and I could, you know, sit out on the deck or whatever and have a beer and it's a nice evening and the Sun is setting, usually, if, at least if they had a game in on the East Coast. You know, if it's not, if it's in L.A., it doesn't start till 9.30 our time. And But, you know, and that, that was just hmm. great, you know, to listen to that. And that is, that's a, a real talent to be able to do that in baseball games. But it's a, it's a little different now. It's much faster paced. And there was a, somebody put a video up on Twitter the other day that was just hilarious. And it happened in an Astros, and I believe they were playing the White Sox last season. And it was one particular stretch where the, the pitcher for the White Sox had, had given up a base hit, all right, and another batter was coming in. And the hit was a, uh, was a double, so there was a runner on second base, all right? Mm-hmm. And so on one side, on this uh, Twitter thing that came out, on one side on the left-hand part of the screen they had the video of that game and in real time how long it took for the pitcher to throw the first pitch to the new batter okay on the other side of the split screen Hmm. it was a video of jose altuve of the astros hitting a an inside the park home run okay and so the thing was let's see how many inside-the-park homers Jose Altuve can hit wow. while so-and-so gets ready to throw one, one pitch? pitch? Yeah. Well, the answer was seven. Oh, my Jeez. Lord. Seven. And, of course, it's, the video starts with Altuve hitting the ball, okay, and then running all the way around the bases to home. And then they just re-rack the same video. But the pitcher, he's standing out there. He's looking in. He shakes off a couple of signs. Then the batter steps out. Then the pitcher steps off the rubber, looks in again. Then he decides to make a throw to second base. And then he's looking in again, shakes off another sign, gets off the rubber, walks around, you know, and looks in, then throws to second base again. By this time, the fans, the game was in Houston, the fans are booing. (laughs) <laughs> because right. he's taking so long. And then finally, he throws the pitch. A ball. 
It was. <laughs> it was a ball. And it's like everybody in the in the crowd stood up and gave him a standing wow. ovation. And so that's what it was like. Mm. And uh, so they've changed that. The, the pitch clock is 20 seconds. Yeah. And uh, you and the batter has to be in the batter's box and ready to go when that 20 seconds gets down to eight seconds. Gotcha. And so there'll be a little bit of gamesmanship as sure. to, you know, will the pitcher, as soon as the clock hits eight and the batter's in, he's throwing a pitch, or is he going to make the batter stand there for all the, for seven and a half seconds and then right. throw it at, at the end? Does he have to just be in his motion with, by the time the clock hits? Yeah. Or, okay. And and there's different ways, and guys have, have talked about how they're going to handle this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some could say, well, you know, on one pitch, a guy might fire it in there with seven seconds left on the clock. Mm -hmm. Then the next pitch, he waits till one One second. second. And then he's just doing it differently, trying to get the batters out of there. I think that's a fair way of doing things. And so it's going to be interesting. What's the penalty for not hitting the pitch clock? All right. uh, The penalty is if you're the batter and you're not ready to go at eight seconds, Mm -hmm. strike strike one or two or three. And if by the and the just the opposite for the pitcher, if you're not ready to throw it, if you don't throw it, ball one. When the clock goes to zero, ball. Now there was a spring training game a couple days ago. The Red Sox were playing uh, the Blue Jays, I think. It was a uh, uh, a tie game. All right, and uh, no the the, the the team, it was in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the team batting down by a run, mm. all right, down by a run. Bases were loaded. 3-2 count. Oh, no. On the batter. The batter was not ready when he had just started to look at the pitcher as the clock hit eight. Oh, wow. And the umpire goes, strike, strike three, game over. Wow. <laughs> The bases were winning. Tying run was at third. Yeah. Winning run at second. And they called him out. Ended the game. Wow. Now, the analysts were going, will this happen in the regular season? Eh, maybe yes, maybe no. But Major League Baseball has told the umpires almost, this is going to be strictly enforced. Yeah. And certainly in spring training to get people right. into the mindset. I feel like it's going to land on the five-second inbound rule of the NBA. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. going to be kind of a lose. Is that's you know. that's my guess also, and you know, but I, you know, hey, we'll we'll see. That'll be something interesting to see what happens. Or or calling a foul in the NBA when the score is yeah, well, <laughs> tied yeah, yeah. and there's uh, right. eight seconds left in the game, they swallow their whistles. Maybe the point in the game you were talking about. Those rules might Maybe. be thrown out the window because they Maybe. don't want to end a game like that. Right, right. right. And, of course, when that happened, uh, social media lit up well, with course. some people who thought, great, you know, they're going to fully enforce this. And other people thought, you know, we're like, how can you end a game yeah. with that? See, And, and it's know. like, well, you know, Jesus, no different than taking a strike. I mean, well, you know, exactly. some guy. And so yeah. I'm like, you know, they know the rules. And I mean, the clock is right there the for everybody to see. So, you know, hey. Sometimes, like, that rule makes sense to me, right? It's all about speeding up the game. It's about, you know, getting, stop stopping the staring contest that seems to last yes. for days. One that doesn't make sense to me, I've never fully understood, is the third strike dropped ball rule um, by the catcher. 
Catcher drops the third strike. You, if you beat him to first, you win. Where, where did that come from? Uh, well, idea? you know, there's there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of strategy involved in some of that also, depending like upon play type like, yes, and you know, depending upon what situation you're in there. Yeah. But how did the rule even start? Like, why the, well, they, that I don't. I mean, you know, that it seems it, the some, weird thing. Like, there seems to be logical paths for some of those things. Well, and know? some some of some of baseball's rules have been around since baseball yeah. was created, and then others, you know, have been changed. To, to a certain extent well, it's kind of like, as the years have gone I, I saw along. I saw a video of a guy that was it was teaching the first game of baseball and it was just silly things like that and so it laid it out in such a way that the guy was making up the rules to to his advantage as the game went on so it was like that he was on defense there was a very high fly ball and everyone starts to run. He goes, no, 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 wait, you can't run. If you run, you're going to be out if we ca- if we tag up. You know, it's like coming up with the tag rule. Infield, infield fly rule. rule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The first base has to be open for the uh, dropped pitch to... Ha- to Yes. Right. Yeah. So the, yeah. if the bases are loaded uh, so and the drop the third strike, he's out. Okay. It's, they don't... Yeah. You, yeah. The first they're, base they're has all, to be open. They're, they're, yeah. And yeah, there's even certain, more to the point. certain situations... <laughs> there's even nuance to and, those And ones. certain strategies, mm. you know, that you can do in various situations. Yeah. But, uh, but that'll be, you know, that'll be interesting. One rule that I do not like that was also designed to speed up the game that they have instituted the minor leagues for the last couple of years that now uh, will be a part of a permanent rule in Major League Baseball. They tested it out last year in the big leagues mm. and they're keeping it. And that is in extra extra innings will start with a runner at second base. And wow. I do not like that at all. Yeah, that doesn't know. Uh-uh. That's happened in the minor leagues for the last two or three years. It, it was in big league baseball last year, you know, and the season was compressed, a, you know, How a little you, bit. The, the, is it a D8 or DR? Do you just put whoever you want? No, no, there? it'll be the next Whoever's guy. in the lineup? Yeah, yeah, it's the, the next guy in Does the batting he get credited order. credited with a double on his stats? No, it, it just goes <laughs> in as, you know, whatever it is, or call, you know, yeah. but he would get credit for a run scored, right? You know, if he scores, and that's designed also uh, to speed the game up, yeah. Uh, you know, to see because there's a better opportunity if you start with a runner at second base, you have a better opportunity to knock that run home in the 10th inning, sure. Of course, the other team has that same opportunity, and so it's you six know, and one, right? Right, yeah, you know, it's you push. could, right. And there were games that went several extra innings last year because of that same, that exact thing. Mm. That, well, you know, the guy on second base scored. And then when the home team came up, the guy on second base scored. So we're tied, still this, tied. I, I don't like it from a purity standpoint, but I That's can see. That's why I don't like it. I can it, see yes. where it makes sense because you don't necessarily have to have, be in the specific part of the lineup to affect. Sure. You know, right, because right, right. you already have that guy there. Right. You know. Of the four major sports. Um, I think basketball is the only one that hasn't made changes to the uh, overtime rules. If I'm wrong, tell me. But I know hockey over the years has made changes with four on four and yeah. all that. When and, it used to course, be not, uh, you know, and then of foot, course football, football definitely has, and now baseball. But I don't think basketball. Uh, you know, basketball. I don't know if it's always been five minute overtimes again and again and again you know, and again I don't, until you win. And I, I, I'm not sure, and it makes sense because I only go back a certain way. <laughs> I see. You yeah. know. Well, you went uh, back to you went to back to uh, the uh, Black Sox earlier, so I just well, I the, bl- the, the Black Sox. <laughs> I mean, 
that's a. I mean, yeah, no, that wasn't rule changes. That you was know, a, in fact, yeah. uh, you know, that scandal was brought up during one of the greatest baseball movies of all time. Yep. Which, for the record, is why I even know about it. Right, Field of Dreams. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and actually, that's not why I know about it. There was a whole movie about the. Chicago sure. Black right. Movie. Right. Exactly. That's there, the one yes. I saw. But but yes. also, Field of Dreams brought it up with right. Shula's Joe. And Ray Liotta was Ray Liotta played Shula's Joe. Talk about that scandal in that movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Costner. I, I mean, and I've seen it. Kevin times, Costner and Ray Liotta had a conversation about that with Kevin. I oh, forget his character because he was thrown out of baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah so that's Kevin, right. you know, right. so Kevin Costner redeemed and asked him, you know, so what was the deal? And he said, I didn't do that, you know, and yeah. da 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 da. And so, yeah, it, but you it never was, can trust Ray Liotta, no matter what. Well, you know, <laughs> ever since and I, again, I. When you when you look at Shoeless Joe's stats yeah. in for that World Series, yeah, sure doesn't to, look like a guy who hard was to argue trying, with it. Yeah. yeah, you know he batted a bit, you know, almost four hundred, hit two or three or four home runs, you know, knocked in a lot. He was doing all kinds of stuff. Now there were a lot of those other guys. Oh yeah, that you look at and you're like, hmm, really, yeah. over eighteen with fifteen strikeouts? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but Shoeless Joe. No way. Right. But he was well, tossed out of baseball like all the others. To your point even about basketball and not changing the rules, of course, to me, scoring in basketball is so prolific that you don't need to. Right? Well, you know, you go, you go back and probably one of the biggest rule changes. Three-point. In uh, basketball, yeah, the three-point shot. Yeah. That's and, really it. I always, you know, it's funny because I, I didn't, I believe the three-point line was instituted after I was way after I was born, it was in the 70s, wasn't it? I think Late that's 70s. right, yeah. But as far as... Maybe early 70s. Okay, well, I was born in 76, so somewhere in there, I, I just always assumed the three-point line existed. I thought that was from day one. Nope. <laughs> and, it's no, no. May, and it's been different uh, uh, distances. distances over the years, too, right? Well, in the NBA, I think, uh, you know, I, I can't testify... Truthfully, I, yeah, I know as college. To it what used it, to be, yeah, what it was in the beginning. <clears throat> but for as long as I've really paid attention to the NBA, it's been basically the same. It may have been adjusted by an inch or two, mm-hmm. but college, the NBA has the the deepest three point right, line. right. And, uh, you know, there's different levels in the high schools. There's different for, for women's college basketball, right. different for men's college basketball. I think they should make a four-point shot, and I think it should be a half-point well, shot. Well, you know, there's there's actually been talk I've of a, four, a four-point line, but it hasn't been all yeah. the way at, the, at half court. And they haven't yeah. talked about making half-court shots four-point shots. They've talked yeah. about adding a four-point four line. Point line. See, I think... Maybe, the, you know, like five feet out beyond where right. the three-point line well, with is all these today. Guys, see, I think that's a bad idea because that's... People make shots back there all day long. That I don't think it's going to drop the percentages near as much as as it needs to for it to warrant a four-point shot. But to me, a half-court shot, those desperation uh, into-game shots can count for something, you know? Instead of a tie, you're getting a win out of it, you know? Things well, like that. Well, I mean, you know, it's still even... moving it, the ball up the court, it becomes well, less of a thing that, you know, you yeah. may not do. And Yeah. And that's a relatively new, you know, the the, the, the NBA, the, you know, the, the timeout, where you take the, that timeout and you can move it 
into the front court instead of having to come all the way up. Yeah. Uh, so there have been, you know, rule changes in all of the sports. Some of them have have made dramatic differences, and mm-hmm. some are a little more cosmetic. But uh, before but, we run out of time, we're at nine <clears throat> minutes left. Okay, which is a quick show. To me, it's been quick. To the yeah, listeners, yeah, because like, dear God, can no, you stop right. talking about baseball? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure some people are. Yeah. I wanted to, to ask you guys about uh, uh, the uh, COVID stuff. We've got New York Times coming out with an article just the other day that masks were useless. We've yes, got- which is something you and I said. Which actually, <laughs> it's something that Doctor Fauci, Fauci said. said at the right. very beginning. Yeah. That was the one time he wasn't lying. And yet he said later he did lie so that there would be enough PPE for everybody. You know, that guy probably deserves to be in jail. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. I saw an interview that somebody put up. He was doing a, He was doing an interview with Neil Cavuto of Fox. And Cavuto asked him, would you regret some of these shutdown? you know, especially the last shutdown that you... Uh, initiated because, you know, he said the last one really had it, you know, and Fauci said, well, you know, Neil, people need to understand I didn't shut down anything. (laughs) And then whoever put this together had clips of about 10 different times where Fauci was being interviewed or at a press conference where he was going, well, I think it's pretty clear we're going to have to shut down the country as we're going to have to take the draconian measure of shutting things down. That's the only way we're going. We're going to have to shut that, you know, back to back to back to back. And, And of course, now FBI director Christopher Wray, and this is something else that we talked about on the show from day one. Right that the FBI, along with lots of other people now, believe, and I'm sure they've believed it for a long dadgum time. Right. But in, uh, you know, he's been on the griddle of of, uh, Congress, especially over on the House side. And uh, he said, yes, it's our belief that this began as a lab leak from Wuhan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people that have at least half a brain, maybe not even half, that the, usually the simplest explanation is actually what happened. That's Occam's razor and defined yes, a scientific yes. principle that is widely accepted and used. So if you're going to follow the science. Yes, should be following the science because it started, there was no question, even the liberals believed it started mm-hmm. in Wuhan. But, the, you know, they were saying, well, it happened naturally at a wet market. There's never been any evidence that it that there was a natural evolution for this. And the this virology lab is in Wuhan. Wuhan. And so, you know, it's simple, it's logical, and the FBI now believed this. And did you see the headline? You could probably, neither one of you guys did, but it was beautiful. I wish I still had it on my phone. <laughs> the headline in the New York Post. Yeah. After this came out, did you see it? I did, but I don't remember what it said. It said, <laughs> it said, it had to be woo. No, it had to be woo. It had to be woo. Yes, yes. And Man. so, they were lying. They were lying to us all the time, right? All the time, and you know, like we were talking before the show, the Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party, 
The whole world wanted to come in and go, okay, well, let us look at your lab. No. Right. Not no, just hell no. Yeah. Well, you know, if you guys don't have anything to hide, why can't we come in and look at your right? No. Yeah. You won't let us know. Can we get close? No. Yeah. How about our satellite? No. I know. <laughs> they well, wouldn't let us do anything. Should have sent balloons over. Man, for oh, real. <laughs> well, you, yes. you might remember this, Randy. Um, way back when in my conversations podcast that has since mm. gone silent, um, I had a, a gentleman who was yeah. a scientist, uh, scientist here in Oklahoma who's been on, I think he was on Fox and different television stations who answered questions because he worked on the virus. Uh, I mean, on the, uh, uh, what's the other thing that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the vaccine. <laughs> I was like, what's the thing that helps against the virus, theoretically? He had worked yeah, theoretically, on, because theoretically. it actually does it. He was, he was in the level three labs working with coronavirus. He's worked with other things. And I asked him simple questions, questions about masks, for example, I, because I was frustrated about the restaurant stuff. There's, right, sure, you yes. know, We talked about this. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. There's yes. no logic. You're going to yes. go wear this right. mask from here to there and then take it off and right. eat and talk and sneeze. Yes, and all the things for three hours. For, exactly. And then you're going to put the mask back on when you walk out. And, and, really? And, and he confirmed. <laughs> That's now, just stupid. Now, he was, now, this guy was pro-lockdown. He was pro-mask mandate. He's pro all those things. Um, and I would almost go adamantly pro. And I just asked him flat out, okay, so... You're telling me that that if even just putting my my shirt, I you know, it's a video podcast, so I part my shirt up over my my nose, and he goes, "No, that's just every bit as effective as wearing a mask." And I said, "Well, why can't I do that at a restaurant? <laughs> What's you know, they won't even let me pass the front door." And and I get you know, people are just giving orders and whatnot. Right, right. But even today, yes. I, I went and saw a friend in the hospital yesterday. And I've got to wear the mask as soon as I walk yeah. in the front door of the hospital. And I'm like, well, what's the deal, guys? Like, it's your deal. I get it. But now you're you're deterring people from even seeing people in the hospital. I don't like going to the hospital anyway. Right. So now when I go to the hospital, I got to wear a mask, which I really don't like doing. Right, right. It just drives right. me nuts. It's part of being, being a part of the charade is not something yes. that I'm okay and, with. Yes, you know, and, it, and it's been a charade. The whole thing's been a charade. And, uh, you know, now at least we are starting... Uh, to get into this with some of these congressional hearings and right. uh, and what's going on and all the lies that we're told. And I just want to, there's two more things I, I want to talk about here real quick because we are about out of time. Yep. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is now former Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yes. Oh my gosh. And Where's of course my... she blames. I'm so excited. Perhaps. Perhaps they the, won't stop until you're, okay. you you keep going. All right. Perhaps <laughs> the worst mayor in all of America. Although there are two or three others that would give her a really good fight for Kwame that title. For, Kwame Fitzpatrick. Uh, and the you know the guy in uh, New York City, the guy in San Francisco, or the girl. I think London Breed. I think is the mayor mm. of uh, San Francisco. Uh, they're all idiots. But Lori Lightfoot, she blamed. Did you hear what she blamed? No. For her loss. Dismissal. Trump. <laughs> Boy, you guys, I'm shocked that neither one of you get this. Well, because it's... Lori Lightfoot is a, is a Democrat. Oh, she blamed white people. <laughs> well, I guess probably, maybe, yeah. kind of. But basically, she said racism. Okay, yeah. Even though the most... Go, the go-to. Most of the other candidates... Are also... Black. Yeah. Yes, and, and there is a Hispanic uh, in there, too. Yeah. But the, the big thing was, Lori Lightfoot, 85% of the people who voted 
voted against her. Yeah. 85% voted for somebody else. Right. And the main reason, people were saying, is because <laughs> the crime rate, the overall yes. crime rate in Chicago is up 162% yeah. is what they said on the on the new and 162%. It was, and it was already bad. And it was all right. If you it take, was already bad. If you take, <laughs> uh, if I remember it correctly, and I, my numbers are going to be wrong, but bottom line is if you take out the city of Chicago and you take out D.C., from the state stats in the United States of America, we become one of the safest countries yes, in the world. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. And especially if you were to take out Chicago, DC, New York, you know, it would probably yeah. be like, wow, if you take nobody out kills all of anybody the Democrat led, no Second Amendment places. Okay. <laughs> now, here. yeah. Speaking of Democrats, yeah. Get this. All right. <laughs> this is so beautiful. A lawmaker, a state representative in Florida, a Republican in Florida, has authored a bill to get rid of the Democrat Party. <laughs> it, it's called the Ultimate Cancel Act. Oh, wow. Would and Get this. It would cancel the filings of any party that had previously advocated for slavery, <laughs> which, of course, and right. a lot of people don't realize this, yeah. which the Democrats did in the 18, 150 years ago. Right. <laughs> I've, now, that's probably probably not going to pass, but you never know. You never Maybe know. it will. Disney, see, the they, Disney thing passed. Yes, and... yes, the Disney, yes. But yes, you know, slavery, you know, people... You know, now things have gotten so convoluted, mm -hmm. you know, and, and some of these people think that Republicans are the party of slavery. No, the Democrats are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had, you know, the former Them's leader, a, you know, Robert Byrd, the former leader, majority leader and minority leader, depending upon, but the leader of the Senate right. back in the day was a former Grand right. Poobah of the Ku Klux yeah, Klan. Yeah, the Democrat Party should be known as the Party of Gaslighters because uh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. essentially all they do. Yeah. Uh, all opinion. right. Well, by golly, geez, we've uh, we're we're done, done. We're done, done. Uh, but we're gonna hang out some more here at the joinery, enjoy some apps and more drinks, and uh, yeah, you guys need to come down. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we're going to be here we're, we're going to be here next uh, Tuesday playing a little golf. Should be here next Tuesday playing some golf. All right, so people can come down and watch us uh, do do that too, I suppose. They that can. Might, that might be kind of Tuesday fun. at 5. Tuesday at 5. We'll be at the uh, Joiner. Great place. Come on down. And uh, great food, great drinks, great golf that you can play even when it's snowing outside. If you want to play with us, just grab your buddy. Well, there you just go. Just do some uh, grab your favorite friend and come yes. on down and $40 a team, win some prizes. Alright, sounds fun. That'll do it for us. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. Tom Miller. Hey! And, you know, I think Tom did a Tom great job Tom did a great job. Today. Thanks for joining us, Tom. Yes, thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. And uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you next week for another edition of Scott. Better shooting.